I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Today is Monday Thursday. It's a time when we remember a specific meal that Jesus shared with his disciples on the night that he was to be betrayed and arrested, a meal at which he washed their feet, shared bread and wine, and summed up his teachings in one simple commandment, that they love one another just as he loved them. I know that many of you listening won't be gathering at services this evening, services centered around cooling water and shared wine and bread, the simple good things of creation used for the holy purposes of hospitality, healing, sustenance, intimacy, and love. Can you tell that I really love this service? Look, if you have access to an affirming local congregation celebrating this Holy Thursday, I encourage you to join them. I also want to invite you to observe this special day by adopting a few practices at home. First, I encourage you to read John chapter 13, either alone or as a household or with a friend. It's just one chapter. You can do it. It's the story of this night. Read slowly and stop to give yourself time for reflection. Maybe read it more than once, but note and repeat phrases or sentences that demand your attention. There's a beautiful one right in the first verse. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. It's a wonderful, wonderful passage, theologically rich and focused on love. You'll be rewarded by making time to read it today. You'll be doubly rewarded if you read it with someone else, especially someone you love. I also want to give you a simple form of a blessing you can use at table tonight or whenever you eat. Even if you're accustomed to saying a traditional blessing at mealtime, I want to invite you to try something different tonight, something simple and rooted in Jesus' own tradition. It was on this night that Jesus instituted the sacrament of the Lord's Supper, but he did so through a common table practice of blessing bread and wine, something his disciples had seen him do countless times before. To say that we bless things is sort of a misnomer. We bless God. We offer God thanks for the things of this world, acknowledging that everything has been given to us as a gift from God. This act puts us in right relationship to the things we bless and to God. Our expression of thanks reminds us of our dependence on God's grace, and our act of blessing heightens our awareness that these gifts that we have from God should rightly be used toward God's purposes. The things we bless don't become more holy, but by recognizing God's activity in creation and in our lives, we respond by using those gifts toward more holy ends. So I invite you tonight, either alone, with friends, or your household, to share the simple good things of bread and wine. This isn't a sacrament, although you might find yourself in communion with God, creation, and one another. But as you share bread at your evening meal, offer this simple blessing. 
You are blessed, Lord our God, King of the universe, you who bring forth bread from the earth. And as you serve the wine, you are blessed, Lord our God, King of the universe, you who create the fruit of the vine. You can play with the language some that might be a little too masculine for your taste, Lord and King and whatnot. So you can say, you're blessed, holy God, creator of the universe, you who bring forth bread from the earth. The formula is easy enough. You are holy. Then an inscription of praise to God and then the acknowledgement that God is the source, the creator of the gift you are about to enjoy. Try tonight saying these blessings aloud, even if you're alone. You might feel silly, but words create meaning for us. Words transform us. Blessings reorient us to God and place us in right relationship with creation and with each other. That's actually a really wild thing to say, but it's a central claim of our faith tradition, the hope of every prayer. If you're gathering at table with others, try using this basic formula to bless all of the foods on the table. Maybe take turns, each person blessing the item nearest to them before passing it, or each person blessing one item or ingredient on the plate. Make up your own blessings using that formula. You are blessed, then a word of praise for God, then the acknowledgement that the food was provided for us through God's creation. So for olives, let's say, well, olives would be great with your bread and wine. For olives, you might say, you are blessed, creator God, ruler of the universe, you who bring forth the fruits from the trees. For carrots, you might say, you are blessed, creator God, ruler of the universe, you who bring forth vegetables from the earth. There's not a wrong way to do it. You are simply bringing to mind the origin of the food you consume as the gifts of creation offered to us by our Creator. You might feel silly. You might giggle. That's okay. Laughter can be a holy thing, bringing us nearer to each other and mimicking the joy of God in creation. It was on this night that Jesus said, I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. May you be blessed and be a blessing. Love yourself, love God, and love one another. Amen. Amen.